This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Kyle Johnson. And now, here's Kyle. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Big Brand Theory Podcast. I'm so glad to have a couple of my own teammates here with me today. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the difference between content creation and community management around social media and why you actually need a plan for both for your marketing strategy. So today, with me, sitting across from this table right here, I have Joe Sproles. What's up, Joe? Doing well, doing well. Great, great. And then directly across from me in pink <laughs> is Miss Abby Gilbert. Hi. Living the dream. Sweet. <laughs> Good to hear. All right. So let's let's give a little context about who's here and what we're talking about. So Joe, what the heck do you even do here at Blackwood? <laughs> uh, well, today's uh, amount of events have been, <laughs> I mean, I've done probably hours of video already today just for our own podcast or for our own events and everything, but also for clients that we do. And, you know, it's it's amazing to me of how when you do video content and photo content and social media content and everything, you feel like you don't have enough time. But the reality is, is that if you're efficient and you go through and you do everything the same way each time and you, you knock it out of the park each time, it becomes muscle memory. Yes. And I feel like over the time that I've put in the effort to learn my craft, <laughs> I, it's become muscle memory. Awesome. That's great. And Abby, you've only been here for a literally month. a month. Today. Yeah. <laughs> a month today. <laughs> Happy <laughs> month anniversary. Uh, <laughs> so what, uh, tell us about what you do here. So I am working as the digital marketing assistant. Um, I am managing socials for our in-house brands here at Blackwood. So that is for zip printing, um, which is connected but not connected. Um, Big Brand Theory, which you're listening to now, and then Blackwood Creative. So I'm doing that and I'm also um, writing the blogs for Big Brand Theory as well as Blackwood. So that's what I'm up to now. And I think that that is growing and ever-changing ebb and flow type of thing but yeah it's been awesome i've been enjoying it sweet good to hear good to hear (laughs) so um the reason we have you at the table is because of this conversation about the difference between content creation and community management specifically in social media so one of the things that we've run into often whether we're getting hired to do social media or somebody has somebody in-house is this idea that you should do all of it. And in the reality, when most people think about doing social media, it has to do with the content creation side of it. So we're making graphics, we're taking photos and we're putting captions to them and we're posting on our Facebook page and all of that kind of stuff. But we're a big believer that there's there's a whole other side to social media, which is the social part, which is what we call community management. So Joe, can, can you define community management? It's the person that you see in the comment section for any major corporate, you know, Facebook page or anything like that, where 
they're actually answering a question that you might have a random comment of 100,000 comments and you still get an answer, odds are that's not just one person, that's an entire community management team. Mm. So you get into the realm of you know higher numbers, higher amount of people, but that's the reason why you have that person. That person's not creating content. That person's answering questions and constantly taking on messages from the Facebook or social in general. And that's their job, is literally just interacting and being social with your community that you've built with your content. So we have a lot, like the mindset, the thought of like, I'm gonna create content, I'm gonna put it out there. And we see this often, is this gets put out there whatever it is, it's a video, it's a photo, it's something. And then if we're good at our jobs, right, we've created engagement. And so that's where then this community manager or the idea anyways of community management and think in theory, right, a community manager and a content creator, at least at a small level, could be the same person for a small brand or smaller company or something like that. Um, but in the bigger brands, not so much, right? Yeah, the owner of Nike is not going to be replying <laughs> replying to your <laughs> random question about when a shoe size is going to be available. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, Abby, talk to us a little bit about like this idea of a community manager. When do you think that when when does when does it become valuable to have somebody who's kind of dedicated? to just community management? I think that if you can afford to keep a community manager, then I would do it. I think that um, it's really important, and we've talked about this a lot recently, the idea of being social on social media, um, and having that person who you know can really just commit their time to responding to people, interacting with people, you know that makes all the difference on a social account. Um, you go from being a pretty page or, you know, having some informational content to being a brand that really, you know, values interaction with your customers and consumers. And I think it's important that you're not only talking to them, getting to know them, but also, you know, listening to them. What do they have to say? What are people commenting? You know, check your DMs. And so I think at any level, you you need to have somebody and you know if it's in your spend then i think you should definitely have somebody as a community somebody, manager yeah somebody dedicated so let's here's a question for you yeah from a consumer end um for you personally like how do you see the value of somebody who on a, a business or a brand or something who's dedicated time and effort into managing their community on social versus somebody who you may ask a question on a Facebook post or something and you get no response or you get a response a week later or something <laughs> like that. Like, how does that make you feel as a consumer? Yeah. I mean, obviously not great. You want to be, you know, it's almost embarrassing in a way if you post a comment asking a question or like wanting more and you don't hear back. So first of all, it makes the consumer feel weird, you know, mm -hmm. makes them feel a little bit unwelcome. And then if you are getting a response like a week later, you feel just not very valuable to the brand. And I think of accounts like on TikTok recently, um, I can't remember when this, maybe a couple of months ago in the fall, um, Popeyes had 
had this thing where, um, you know, somebody, I think that they pretended that they stole a Popeye's TV from one of their stores hmm. and had, um, you know, the Popeye's menu displayed on the TV and Popeye's was just responding over and over and they were so on top of it. You know, they were just interacting with anybody who reposted um, and they were just being so just fun and I think that it brings them down to earth in a way you feel like you're talking to a person you know you don't feel like you're talking to a screen or a corporation or a chicken sandwich (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean like um seeing that interaction and just having that day-to-day type of feel and interaction with a company is just so valuable and I think it's it's so needed in any social account so you know it's all about making your consumer feel valuable and it's also about you know making sure that you are really creating a community on social media and that you're, you know, you're going to want to invite more people in. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Jody, you have anything to add to that? I think one thing that a lot of people can miss by constantly putting out content, but not responding is you're going with the more the merrier routine. Like, Oh, I want to get as many followers and many likes as I possibly can, but yet you're not talking to anybody. You're not giving value. You're not, you're not doing anything other than just putting out a message, but there's always a response to a message and you should be there for that too. So to kind of go into the context of where somebody uh, asked a question on a social media post and it's a week later, like honestly, I would rather you not respond <laughs> because that just I tells that. me that, that you're sense. you're just so delayed in your response that like I question your product or your service within that realm too. So if you go down that road of like you know, you have an abundance of comments and stuff like that, like from that point start right there and start responding to what's current and continue with that. But like a backlog of like, oh, I'm going to answer this person from three months ago. Like that person's going to hate you. Yeah. It's like when you send a text message to someone, they respond a week later. Yeah. You're like, uh, like forgot right. I sent that. I already solved that problem. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if there was read receipts on social media. Oh, oh my gosh. Yikes. Well, there are right in in Facebook Messenger and stuff like that. You in can Messenger, see that. Yeah. 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 That can be concerning for sure. Yeah. Like, oh, they saw it, but they have not responded to me. <laughs> and it's been 13 days. <laughs> so when we're talking about community management, like where are the areas that we can, we just talked about, just mentioned Messenger, but where are the areas in which we can manage our, like communicate, engage with our community? I mean, if I would just Facebook, we'll just start, start with Facebook. Stories, you know, top of funnel, you're always putting out content. It rather it be video content. You can do polls, you can respond to questions, all that kind of stuff, all within stories. Like that's your battleground of being social hmm. realistically. And that's also on Instagram and everything like that. But comments on your own or, or organic content that you created, like if somebody has a question about a product or a service, you should be there to answer that question right away. Um, and then, you know, in the content that you create, you should also take into context of what people are asking about and what they're wanting. Because in general, like you, whatever service you provide, you want it to be the best for the consumer in mm-hmm. general. Like you yeah. can put out a great thing for yourself, but it's only for yourself. You're really serving a community that you're creating from the content. So you want to make sure that that relays correctly. Mm. 
one of the things that I see a lot and, and as a consumer of experience, kind of the both sides of it is this, this messenger thing, right? So in community management, the, the DM, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or something like that, we have a question and we'll shoot out a message. So I, I did, you know, and this goes back to the idea of like having somebody dedicated to, to community management can dictate whether or not you have an actual response on this and your response time. But I've done it with, with small companies where I almost assume that I'm going to get a quick response because the likelihood is it's the business owner who's got their phone tied to it and they just got a notification and they care an awful lot about responding to customers. So they might respond quickly. This was not the case with this one. So it took uh, two and a half days for them to respond to me. And I'm like, I kind of chose this method versus like your contact form because I thought this might be quicker. I might get a faster response. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about uh, response time in community management. We already mentioned that like, if it's been three months, (laughs) you know, like just be like, (laughs) we missed it. Sorry. Uh, But like, within that like what what's expected and what should we strive for as business owners or community managers i think um as soon as possible but i would say no later than maybe 24 48 hours i mean given it it is sensible to be like reasonable um on weekends and things like that when people aren't technically in office but um as a community manager um at least you know for me and the socials that i'm managing right now it's like you want to be checking and when you see a notification or a comment or a dm you don't think to yourself, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to respond to that in 30 minutes. I got to finish writing this blog. No, I mean, you need to take the 30 seconds or a minute, five minutes, whatever, you know, small amount of time it's going to take to just be like, I'm going to respond to them as soon as possible because as a consumer, you know, they want that. And I think that they deserve quick response times. And also as a manager, um, it's so easy to get sidetracked and it's so easy to be, um, to have a million things on your plate and to, you know, not respond. And then 24 hours later, you're like, "Ah." you know, I've done that. I think we've all done that. And you're like, Oh no, I forgot. So yeah, it's definitely important. Um, definitely important to just like be on top of it always be checking um and if something does slip through the cracks you know i don't think it's a bad idea if it is a question or something like that to just acknowledge it and be like you know listen i'm so sorry that kind of thing but um yeah that's what i would say so we've talked about uh, as a team um with both teams here at zip and and at blackwood and um we've set like this idea that we should respond and mainly when we're this is what we're talking about emails we get an email in and even just the idea of just like responding with thanks i got it i'll be back with you shortly it like resets the clock right so the consumer's clock started as soon as they sent the message they're looking hey i just sent this at you know three o'clock in the afternoon and it's six o'clock at night. I haven't gotten anything. You know, the next day comes around and you're like, it's been 24 hours. Like, where are you at? Yeah. And the community manager hasn't seen it until the next morning or something like that. But that, and then they need to go find the answer. But if they just respond, right, with a little bit of like, 
hey, we see your question. We're going to track down an answer for you. We'll be back soon. Then if they did that at 9 a.m., the clock restarts. Yeah, right? that's great. And the consumer's mind. I could say that and I, I appreciate your personal level within community management and everything. But to me, uh, as a consumer, even though so much on the level of like I'm a content creator and everything like that, I think 24 hours Honestly, I think 48 hours, like given the weekend, yeah, that, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. honestly, it it's a notification, right, sent to somebody's phone and somebody sees it. And when you get down to the level of like, oh, I, I, I'll check in that in 30 minutes or whichever, like, I, I appreciate what you said about getting right to it, kind of drop what you're doing. But that also piggybacks on the level of why you need two different people. Right. Like like that whole like stop, go, stop, go. That can be really frustrating, not only for a community manager, but if it becomes too separated, then it becomes like you're almost halfway in and halfway out on each of those separate roles to where you're not really being beneficial of either of them for what you're doing, which mm-hmm. is where it becomes such a workload to have two separate people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of some brands like... I mean, if we think of our own in-house brands, we're probably not at the level of engagement and the amount of comments and communication, that kind of stuff that's coming through our own brands where we could literally just hire somebody and sit them at a desk and be like, okay, your job is just to respond to comments, right? Mm -hmm. But at some level, and I'm thinking of some of our customers who might have you know, multiple Facebook pages because they have iterations of their brand, they have uh, sub brands, they have, you know, different, you know, they have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all sorts of things where comments are coming in from all over the place. Now, all of a sudden, you're thinking, I'm creating content for this, but the content creator is out actually creating content. They're not just sitting in front of the Facebook account and typing stuff. They're actually working with a photographer or they are a photographer and they're working at a shoot or they're shooting video or they're designing graphics or whatever. And there's all that kind of stuff that goes into the actual creation of content. And if it's done really well, they're out engaging with the community or engaging with the team and all that kind of stuff. While back over here on all these accounts, comments are coming in and they're not getting responded to and not in a timely manner. Now all of a sudden it's like, hmm, maybe we should have somebody that's <laughs> dedicated to basically what what we would call in a normal business customer service it's just yep. done through social media right right yep speak to that a little bit joe on the customer service side when we're looking at oftentimes social media gets shoved into the marketing budget but there's times especially in community management where it's actually customer service can you elaborate on that a little bit a lot of times if you're on a shoot or you're just out in the community having lunch or whatever i mean you've you've dealt with this i've personally seen this (laughs) where people will literally come up to you and be like you're kyle johnson right and like just randomly but like to me that is kind of in the same level as like you're at a lunch and you're you're still on with the cap on you're still doing a community service you're still having an experience with, you know, the community in general, you, you can't turn that off. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. Same thing for me. I can't turn off when I go to create content. I'm working with a client. We have ideas 
sporadically going and going and going and we're creating these awesome pieces of you know material for them where's the time to literally like stop and be like hold on a second let me open up my phone and reply to this message while we're mm-hmm. yeah. mid conversation right like the reality is just not there like and when you get into the realm of like a marketing budget and it's like hey we're paying you this x amount of money to do all these things it's like that's great but like a human being only has so many hours <laughs> of productivity <laughs> every week and like when you log in you know 40 plus hours of just content creation and editing and stuff like that it becomes to a point where it's just like the expectation is there but the reality is is that like hey if you have that much work it's that's great like you have that much work Mm -hmm. but if you need somebody to moderate all that on top of that that's two separate roles Mm -hmm. and that should be part of your marketing budget you should allocate those dollars to another person that can do that now that might mean cutting down you know facebook ads a certain amount or whichever signage or anything like that but you you know you mix and match you use the lego pieces and you build that thing to <laughs> yeah. as best you can with what you got like mm. i know that everybody doesn't have $300,000 marketing budget like some big corporations do or whichever but you know the reality is is that you can create the role that's already there and waiting to be created you just got to find a way like the dollars can be allocated in some manner yeah and kind of where i was in my head anyways where i was going with that is the idea that it doesn't always have to pull from the marketing budget the community management piece of it right in Mm -hmm. theory if you have customer service people already a lot of times what they're doing is customer service over the phone or over email and what we've seen actually is some um some of our own clients where they'll take those people who and they'll just add in social media or even like a, a chat tool on the website or something. Right. And it's just another form of communication, another form of connecting with the people that they need to connect with. So then all of a sudden you're like, well, I need this community manager. But if I look at it as almost a little bit of, of customer service, then in theory, I don't have to sink my marketing budget into <laughs> another staff position. I might be able to add these two customer service people over here to the page and allow them some comment, you know, access and be able to hop on and answer questions and so forth. Cause I think as consumers, right. And you guys can tell me what you think on this, but like as consumers, we're looking at social media beyond just, I want to see your cool content. It's like, I, I want to like be able to interact with your brand and get questions answered and, shoot possibly even place an order or something like that or deal with a an issue or something so right i mean are you guys seeing that on on your end both professionally but also like as consumers yeah i have a very very good 10 second story i during endgame uh for marvel (laughs) uh before that movie dropped uh everybody was spitting out like these ideas of like what could what could potentially happen during Endgame. This is before that movie actually dropped. So, I actually commented on a uh, Marvel post, like a short two, uh, like two sentence, like write out thought of mine, 
Robert Downey Jr. liked my comment. <laughs> wow. And it wasn't a creative <laughs> page. It was verified. It was Robert Downey Jr. And I literally like dropped my phone and I was like, no effing way. Like <laughs> what cried, just happened? <laughs> I was blown away. But it just speaks to me in that manner like, hey, even that guy who literally is like globally known he is iron man mm-hmm. and he liked my comment and it wasn't like a bot and maybe it was an assistant of an assistant of an assistant but it was his page and i'm counting it yeah <laughs> check that box it's his publicist janet back there yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't care it was rdj i'm yeah. all, all about that yeah yeah i think that um you know any person who's interacting with anybody on your brand's socials they're definitely just an extension of you an extension of your brand and yeah i would definitely i never thought about it that way honestly but i would definitely put it in the customer experience customer service category and if that makes that type of community interaction possible for a business then hey you know look into it it's um it's required i I think there's not a reason not to have anybody anymore Hmm. That's that's a strong statement right there. (laughs) That kind of that kind of does go in well with what I was saying too about the whole customer experience and like finding the dollars and everything like that. Like finding the dollars means maybe not coming out of the marketing budget and finding your two employees that are customer service reps or salespeople or whichever that you just add into the page. Be like, hey, we're a team, so like let's all make it happen. And granted, like that's great when you're smaller and when you get to a certain level, you're going to need a dedicated person. But at the time being all day. Yeah. I think that if, and I don't have like specific numbers or anything like that, but in my head, it it feels like the company that needs a dedicated person for community management, likely it already has a staff of 50, hundred or more people and so adding one person, yeah, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's different than a four-person company saying, okay, we're going to go add a fifth person, and all they're going to do is comment on Facebook. It's like, mm, maybe not, no. but at no, no, some no. level when you are when you have 100 staff members and adding one more, and maybe this is 60% of their job and the other 40% is phone calls and emails, customer service type stuff. Now all of a sudden you can kind of pair this in because in reality, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the difference between content creation, which is a lot of what we do here at Blackwood. We're, we're making, you know, graphics, we're taking photos, we're shooting videos, all that kind of stuff. We're creating a strategy around what type of content should go out and all of that type of thing. And the other end of it is once we push it out, if we did our job right, we get a bunch of engagement, a bunch of comments, a bunch of questions, and we want somebody who has the knowledge to be able to hop in and say, oh, I know the answer to this question. And after a while, I think we can do that as an agency. But this is one of those positions where it feels like it's almost better served. I'm going to talk us out of a bunch of work here, but it's better served. Like if you can, if you're going to say like, okay, I'm going to hire one of these people in house and then I'm going to outsource the other person. In reality, you should outsource the content creation that takes more dedicated expertise. It takes more equipment, video cameras and all that kind of stuff, which we have. And I do, yep. by the way, <laughs> And then you should, if you're going to hire in-house, you should hire a community manager who's 
focused on learning your product, learning your processes. A lot of times you're getting questions of like, like, okay, I placed my order. Like, should I, should I see this sometime soon? Or I put this order in a week ago and I still haven't seen it. And the answer is, yeah, our shipping department is delayed because there was a snowstorm and FedEx hasn't come in five days. You know, that's something that us as an agency or outsourced provider is not going to have that answer unless you're communicating with them regularly they get the next door office information like speak Mm -hmm. through the wall like get that instantaneous gratification versus us we shoot an email over what's going on with your shipping department by the time that answer comes back to us you know it's been 18 hours and that person's mad yeah yeah Definitely. And then they're leaving reviews and all that kind of stuff. Which is a slippery slope. Yes. I think all of this, too, is pretty amplified in COVID when, you know, um, especially during like the first period of the lockdown, a lot of people couldn't go into stores, couldn't go into shops. um, And your brand was no longer the experience you were creating for people in store. Um, It was the experience you were creating for people online. You know, and um, I think that yeah. all and even though, um, you know, things are kind of shifting with COVID right now, it still is a really big deal. And I think that it's something that we'll never look back on is, you know, and I'm, and I'm not discounting definitely in-store experiences are magical and something that is amazing. But um that just that presence of just, you know, feeling like you're in a community and creating an experience for somebody on any of your social pages, on your website, anything. Um, I think that that's something that was important and now is even more important and probably will never go back to being the way it was pre-COVID. Yeah, it's going to be really difficult for people. I mean, people had to pivot automatically once everything happened. And, you know, when you go down that road of, hey, we're going to pivot and go online and we're going to post more material, we're going to interact more, do all these things, so that way we can generate at least somewhat of the same sales. Well, you know, here we are with multiple vaccines available, things are starting to pick up and, you know, people are starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, essentially. And the reality is, is that we've grown attached to what you just provided for almost a year and you can't take that back now. So like you might've pivoted really well into online, but like you got to pivot back and do cover both grounds now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. You're exactly right. It's not just go back and we hear it all the time. We're not going back to normal. This is in theory, a version of the new normal and hopefully like the piece of it that goes away is just the constant, like, attention on this virus and like masks and the whole nonsense of that. But like it, the new normal is like, Oh, I got really used to being able to order and then come pick up. And I definitely want to keep doing that. Or I got used to, uh, just being able to chat with you online to get my customer service done. And I don't want to have to go into a store. so we have seen a lot of really solid pivots mm-hmm. and, We've also seen some people who have struggled really hard to convert their customer service to the place where their audience is, which a lot of times is social media. And now we've made all right all the way back to why having somebody who's dedicated or focused on community management is also this customer service person. And they should still have like a, a mindset of marketing and promotion. And you get into these bigger brands where 
you know, the, that community management piece is like you had mentioned um, with Popeye's and, and the all too famous Wendy's on Twitter and different <laughs> things like Savage. that where, where <laughs> yeah, I mean, where you could say, okay, well, you have customer service people, but in those huge, huge, huge brands, they've got, like you mentioned, teams of people and it's all of a sudden where it's like, well, this person's like legit because, okay, that person actually has a problem with their account, blah, blah, blah. Let's get them taken care of. <laughs> or it's like, oh, we also have community management of like what's being said outside off our page and out there that's about our brand that we can hop on and engage with them on their own pages, on their own tweets, on, you know, their own stories, like you had mentioned, things like that. So I saw a brand on TikTok the other day um, commenting back to just a small creator. I think the the um, actual post itself only had like 200 likes, which on TikTok is relatively small. Um, and so the the person was just talking about how they wanted something different and the brand found you know that post and commented taking notes and uh-huh. i was like love that love yeah. to know that you're being heard even mm-hmm. if you're not getting 200,000 likes on the for you page you know yeah yeah i definitely agree with that when people even if it's like a three word answer if you can do that and answer their question or at least give them an insight there's, that's that's all you need to do. It doesn't have to be a paragraph written about like, you know, the one thing that I see all the time is like, send me a DM with your with your order number and we'll get this figured out. Some people hate that, but I'm like, they're literally asking you for like a direct connection and a direct like mail or direct message to help you out with your problem right now. Yeah. And like from a consumer stand, consumer standpoint, that you know, that might make you mad. Like, Oh, I have to go to reach out to them on messenger now or whichever. I'm like, that's, that's about as good as you can get. Personal problems here. (laughs) Yeah. That might be as good as you can get. Like that's the reality. It's instantaneous. And somebody's moderating that. That's it. Again, that's a team. Somebody's doing that. It's a a collective of, uh, uh, customer service reps or, you know, community managers that are doing that. And, you're going to have that on, you know, Macy's or something like that. Like yeah. they're going to have that. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's end with this. Um, how can the not so large Macy's, you know, Wendy's brands say brands that are, that maybe only have 30 employees and, you know, hiring a whole nother employee just for this is just not going to happen. Like, how can they accomplish community management uh, with basically what they already have? Um, I would say don't put things off. You know, respond when you get the comment. Respond when you get the DM. Um, I would also say whether it's like a mental note or maybe even a document in your Evernote um, or anything, wherever you keep your documents, but maybe just pre-filled responses, you know, um, Mm. like a client that is doing doctoral stuff like plastic surgery, for example. Um, You know, when you get DMs there, it might be some pretty standard questions, copy paste. Copy Mm -hmm. paste two seconds out of your life and you're completing your task of editing your photo or doing whatever else you were doing. So, you know, I think just being prepared, being committed and understanding that um, it might not be a nine to five as much, you know, there are gonna be times where you're you're gonna get DMs and if you're by your phone, 
it's like, okay, I just got the DM. It takes me 30 seconds and, um, you know, it's a, it's a quick response. So I think just, you know, um, of course, work-life balance is important. <laughs> I'm not yes. discounting that, but yeah. So I, I would say those three things are pretty important. Hmm. I'd say I have two. Uh, one would be to organically pivot into that, like understand that it is two roles, but at the same time, if you're not Macy's or Wendy's and everything like that, offload the content creation to maybe freelance or something. Don't, don't expect that your content creator is going to do all that. Like you want to offset one or the other. So if you have somebody who is really good at blogs and really good at writing in comments and, you know, copywriting, stuff like that, that's great. But don't hand them a camera, expect them to do video and everything mm. like that on top of it and lump this huge role into into one thing that is really not going to get the job done to the best of what it is for your customers. Yeah. We're seeing that. And this is a this is a bit of a tangent, but we're seeing that concept kind of across the board where you get hired, you get somebody gets hired as this director of marketing or, you know, whatever the title is and they just get handed everything. Okay. You get to create content for social media and you need to take photos and you need to shoot videos and design these graphics. And Oh, while you're at it, can you handle all of our print projects? And (laughs) are you not commenting on this? You know, how come, you know, what about the research? Where are stats on our website? And all of a sudden this person's like, are you kidding me? I'm doing a job of like 12 people here. (laughs) So one of the things we got to bite the bullet on sometimes is a, we can either hire more people or B little plug here, hire places like Blackwood creative to (laughs) help with the content creation. And, and even if it's just the technical side of it, like, okay, we need this company to build our website and manage that piece of it. Or we need this company to shoot our videos because we don't want to buy thousands of dollars worth of equipment and hire somebody that just shoots video and that kind of thing. That's where it starts to make a lot more sense. And that director of marketing person can then dedicate hours of their time to community management. And then how they allocate their time to that is kind of up to them, whether it's just instant response or if they you know, five minutes at the top of every hour or something, hop on and, and review comments. That's another option, but yeah, it starts to make sense there. So guys, thank you so much for talking about this, the difference between content creation and community management and why both of them are crucial to your marketing strategy. So Thanks for listening to this. If you guys have questions about this, we're happy to answer them. You can hit us up in the DMs wherever (laughs) and we'll community manage you and answer your questions. (laughs) And uh, we would love some follows over there on social and any sort of reviews and anything like that you want to give us on iTunes and wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thanks again for your time. And we hope that you go out there and you kill it and you do good work. Thanks so much for listening to the Big Brand Theory podcast. Make sure to like and follow us on social media and subscribe to the podcast today. 